Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Very Average Podcast. Shaman, how are you doing this fine Friday? I'm doing great, but I'm a bit tired. I think it's probably because of the rain, but I love it at the same time. So mm. I'm it doing has, great. It has been raining a lot this last few days and it's been awesome. We don't really get it too much up in down in Brisbane. From, no. Um, we grew up in Cairns where it would rain six months of the year. Yeah, like all the time. Maybe every more. Every summer it was just raining and yeah. it was great. It was great. Because it gets so hot there, it just, like, cools it right down. Yeah. And I swear Brisbane used to be like that. But, like, I think the last two summers, maybe, there's just been not much of a wet season. Yeah. And this one came super late. Kind of sucks. I really like the rain because it's, like, you know, you're, like, sitting at home. you got your doors and your windows open. It's Movie really, weather. It's real relaxing. And especially in, like, the this summer's been hot and mm. humid. But no rain. This last week has been really cool. Like, mm. they actually cooled down. I've been wearing like a jacket. Yeah, I walked out out of my office and it was cold. I was yeah, like, Ooh, "How good? How good?" It's colder on the outside than it is on the inside, which is weird. Ooh, hello. <laughs> but love that. No, it's been really, it's been really good, and we've had a really hot streak mm. the last like month or two. Yeah. So having a having a bit of rain to cool things down has been really, really good. Yeah. Um, I'm loving it. But now it's just kind of like super humid and hot again. Yeah, because it stopped raining this yeah. afternoon. So yeah. it's like prime hail weather at the moment when it's super hot and humid. It seems that's a really yeah. weird thing though, isn't it? Because like when it's you, hot, you'd expect it to be cold and like, humid. It yeah. hails. The opposite of what you think. Ice falls from the sky when it's, when it's super hot. Hot. But is that because it's like hot down here? So like something to do with science, like pushes the cold air up. I think it's something to do with science. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I reckon sci- so. Science happens. And science ice, decide, decides for it to happen. Science decides it for it to happen. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. And then it's hot and then it's really sweaty and then ice falls from the sky. Yeah. That's what happens. That's how the world will yeah. end as well. We've, we had a couple of hailstorms in the last few weeks. It hasn't been too bad. Not where I live. So that's good. Yeah. That was, there was a few around. There was Some a scary one. Clouds. Was it last week? Maybe. Well, the week before, there was a scary one. We were like a little uh, bit worried. Oh, yeah. We I was driving home from work and it's like, yeah, big hailstorm coming. But I think it, it didn't end up hitting where it was meant to hit. No, it just missed us. I remember I was watching the the bomb weather radar. Yeah, and there was just black. And it was just black coming it, straight, straight towards Brisbane, Brisbane City. <laughs> for like a good hour and a bit. And they went... <laughs> I was looking at um, the Higgins Storm Chasing. Higgins, Higgins Storm, ca- storm Chasing? chasing? Yeah, called? I think that's... Yeah. Those guys go crazy over a good hailstorm. Yeah. And then this big cloud just split into two and Brisbane was right in the middle. Yeah. And it just... The sea parted around Brisbane. I was, I was driving home from work on the Gold Coast and there was just like a, like a sea of clouds just rolling over and I was trying to race past them. Yeah. And then it was all good and it wasn't even raining. And then we had band practice and it was... It was all good. It was all good. It's a little like scary and ominous. Ominous. Those clouds when it's. Oh, like they were. I've had, I've had that drive a few times where one time I was literally trying to beat it, and I didn't, and like everything oh. went dark. It was like an eclipse. It was so bad, and then all of like the there was just so much wind that all the trees and all the branches were blowing off onto the road, oh, and no. I was just like <laughs> I was just driving really slow, and I could feel like the oh. air just like. Tugging on the car. Yeah, no thanks. I think I remember when that was happening to you and you were messaging us being like, ah! Was stuck in traffic I'm as well. Like, like stopped on the road, not yeah. driving. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how wild is it when um, all of a, when it's like really freak, like hail or like freak storm, like hella windy storm and respectable people who have brains that are driving slow down. Mm. And because obviously it's really difficult to see because there's, 
just an ocean in front of you. And, and they windy. also put on their headlights and taillights. And they put on their headlights. Ta- Sometimes the really considerate people even click on their fog lights. Yeah. And they're like back fog lights. And then there's that one absolute fuck with Driving blind. Driving with no headlights on in a big fucked out old Navara. Yeah. And he's just hammering full Fulsing speed. It. And it's like, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous. Very dangerous. That's, that, those are those conditions where you like, you can't even see a few meters in front of you. And you yes. Just... <laughs> it happened. It happened the other day. There was a huge storm in Brisbane the other day. Um, and I was driving, I think I was driving home from work or I was driving home from my brother's place or something. Um, and it was literally the day of, or the day after I bought my brand new car. Ooh. I was so scared. I was driving like in a car that I'm not used to driving. Obviously that's like Mm -hmm. a, that's a thing, which is kind of a thing in itself, but car that I'm not used to driving on a road that I'm not really used to driving on because I don't really go out that way too often. And this storm was just so hectic. There was like three or four inches of water on the road and like puddles and I was driving at like 10 k's an hour on the main road. Yeah. Just shitting myself. And that's, and that's fair enough. But then there's the times where it's raining a little bit and everyone just slows down so much. And it's like, there's, and a, it's there's, there's a middle ground. Like yeah. that's dangerous. There's a middle ground. Don't speed because the road's wet. It's dangerous. But don't go super slow because that's also dangerous. Also dangerous. Yeah. But when it's, when it's hammering down, you gotta, mm. you just gotta go slow. It's like, Sometimes there's like some grannies driving on the highway and they're and doing, they're they're doing like, no. <laughs> no, they're doing like 70 in like the middle lane. Yeah. And everyone's just zooming around them and there's like, Dangerous. that's when there's a crash and the granny's yep. just like, no, 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 no. Having actually, a great time. I actually witnessed the crash the other day. True. On the Gold I Coast Highway? I just remembered. No, it was on a roundabout on the Gold Coast heading towards the highway near True. Um, Carrera. Um, and... It's one of those, I'm mean, in Cairns, there's a bunch of giant roundabouts, so I'm pretty used to them, but I don't think they're as common not here. down here. No. And this one, it's like a three lane roundabout. And <sighs> so you can turn right from the middle and the right hand lane. That's fucked. So, which is like the guy, okay, so I was going around and there was a guy next to me in the right hand lane and he, he did, he did nothing wrong. He was going around and then I think a, a bike or a, he was like on a scooter, some mm. shitty bike. Someone you could tell that actually wasn't like an experienced motorbike rider. Yeah. So like yeah. he wasn't watching his Like an Uber Eats delivery driver. Yeah, I think it might have actually <laughs> been. Um, and They are suicidal, those people. Oh, oh. Reckless. Yeah, especially <laughs> when they're on the, driving along the Story Bridge. Oh, oh man. man. They, <laughs> weaving between traffic. To, they've got a death wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's not fun. But then, so what happened was the guy was trying to exit. And obviously he was on the right-hand lane and he was exiting. So it was like crossing over that lane. But- yeah, people that were next to him in the left-hand lane shouldn't have been going around because like, they were me. I, mm. I they're going out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then this bike rider was either going slow or entered at a weird time, and he was in my lane, and he tried to cross over when the guy in the Ute was turning out, and he just went straight into the side of it, like, and then he fell onto the road. He was okay, I think. Yeah. Um, I, it was like right in front of me and then I went around it. And then by the time it was like, it was late in the afternoon, I needed to get home. I looked, I slowed down and there was nowhere really for me to pull over cause I was already uh, past it. Is that that giant roundabout? Yeah. Um, almost exiting towards the highway. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. The one. Yeah. There's um, no way you can could have pulled over. And then like, so the, I saw that there was two cars behind me that pulled over and I was like, You're like what am fine. I going to do? Yeah. Um, You're just gonna I just felt bad because I knew that the, the driver in the ute did nothing wrong. 
but he'll probably get blamed for it. But I, th- I think other people would have seen that and yeah. they, they can easily tell that what lane he was in and where he came from and everything. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. And I, wow. yeah, I looked at my rear vision mirror and I was like, oh, there's other people stopping. I've got an hour drive home. There's probably going to be traffic. Got to look out for number one. Fuel. And I was like, I'll go. <laughs> Yeah. No, it was well, safe for me to pull over anyway. No, but it was like, kind of crazy. I was like in my car like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I saw them coming and I was like, guys, stop. <laughs> no one heard me. No one heard you. No. You were tucked away in your own little bubble. <laughs> <laughs> listening to a podcast. Hell yeah. Maybe the guys in the podcast were listening and they were like, oh shit, that was a crash. Maybe. Maybe it could happen. You never know. Who knows? Yeah. I don't think so. It's always kind of funny when those situations happen and, you know, you're the first person or the, like the next person next to the accident. Mm. So, you know, if you were to think about it logically, you're the person to pull over Mm. and like help. But obviously in that situation, you're on a three lay roundabout and it's dangerous for you to pull over. And by the time that you get off the roundabout, there's nowhere for you to pull over. Yeah. And two other people you saw pulled over, but also if you were to pull over and go join in, you'd probably just be that extra person that no one wants there. What's the point? And it turns into that weird paradox. Like, um, when there's a car crash and someone's like, call an ambulance. And everyone's like, oh, someone else will call an ambulance. Like, yeah. I don't need to. Yeah, no one. And that's why being super direct and delegating, like, responsibly. If there's one and- person there helping, yeah. then. you call an ambulance. Yeah. So that was, um, that was interesting. I haven't actually, wit- I've witnessed, like, a few, like, um, rear ends and stuff like that, but. And the Gold Coast Highway, there's always just never post crashes. Yeah, always post crashes. Never ever seen like a guy get knocked off his bike. Mm. But it was That's kind of terrifying. It's kind of his own fault. Yeah, a little yeah. bit scary. A little bit scary. I was a little bit scared, but they it was a roundabout. They weren't going super fast, yeah. and they didn't like they didn't go f- like forward into each other at full speed. They hit each other on the side, and he went oh yeah fell off. Well, we still would have been hurt. It probably is actually a good thing. Because the guy on the motorbike wasn't hurt too bad. And they say when you're going through your motorbike licensing that you, when it, when you get a motorbike license, or when I got my motorbike license, the guys at the testing were like, you will have a crash. And he did. And he did. And now he doesn't he have did. to have another crash. They always yeah. say that you, when you get your motorbike license, you have a crash. And they always talk about your crash like that a, you will have. Yeah, and that will teach you. And like, hopefully it's really minor. Yeah. And it will teach oh. you a few things and then yeah. and then you're fine. The whole way through this course, they're always going to, they're always talking about when you have your crash and that kind of thing. And they say that you won't know how to control a motorbike until you've had a crash. That's It's kind of scary. Kind of scary. But if it's a light crash, that's fine. Exactly. And if, um, I think my brother got away with it pretty easily because he... He had his crash when he was riding a moped. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Just like he was turning a corner near Roma Street and, and went, it was wet oh. and he went, bloop. <laughs> just because you can't. That's a pretty standard one. You can't lean in on those things because the tires are like a toothpick. Yeah. Especially in the rain. That's, yeah. That's like a pretty standard crash. I feel like most people have and hopefully no one's around to see it and you just pick yourself up. And you just get on, get on with your day. Yeah. That's it. And hopefully that's what that guy did because he wasn't too bad. Oh, no. He was, he was lying on the road like, uh, oh, no. I think he would have he been in shock. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was being dramatic. Overly dramatic. I would have stopped him. Like, Come on, man. Just get up. Get up. What are you doing? Get up. You're wasn't blocking even that bad. the road. I saw it. It wasn't even that bad. Get up. You're blocking traffic. Fine. People need yeah, to get home. But hopefully he's okay. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully, yeah, the bike wasn't too damaged. And mm. Have you ever been driving in a hailstorm? 
No. Uh, it, I, that would be terrifying. I once, um, it wasn't bad, but I remember I was driving in Mount Cravat near mm. the McDonald's out there. Um, I was between where the McDonald's is and where the Coles entrance to the Coles car park yeah. is. And anyone listening who has no idea where Mount Cravat is, that's where I was. That's where I live. Um, yeah, it sure is. Um, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and then, so I was driving along and it was raining and then all of a sudden I was in the Jeep and I hear this big doom on my, the oh, top no. of my, top of my car. And I was in, that road's three lanes and I was in the middle lane and there was a bus next to me on the left and a bunch of cars next to me on the right. And I hear this, um, hail and my initial reaction is just like, I need to get out of this hail. So I literally just like punched it. Cut the butter, the butter. <laughs> you cut, you cut the butter. I, I cut the butter. I cut the bus off, just like straight up cut him yeah, off, and just. Bus. I literally just snapped a left turn straight into the Coles car park underground. Nice. And yeah. So I got maybe thirty, oh, not even thirty, maybe like fifteen seconds of hail, and I was terrified. Yeah, that would be terrifying. Those drives where I'm like driving home from the Gold Coast and I see the black clouds. Oh, that's the one thing I'm scared scary. of. And people stop underneath the bridges and just wait. Mm. I'm like, as you would. I'm not going to pull over there because I can't see where I'm going. People will run into me. Yeah, true that. And it's, I think the people that pull over are the people who either don't know how to like deal with that situation or don't have insurance. Yeah. Like, see ya. Yeah. Hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Yeah. I, rem- I remember there was a there was a really hectic hailstorm in like 2014. Um, just before I moved down to Brisbane, just before you moved here, I was living in a share house with my brother and a few other people and, um, started hailing and then all the windows smashed in. That's fun. And your real estate took forever to replace them. Yeah, they did. I remember that. You still had a, you still had like cardboard on a window or something when I, when I moved, uh, when I moved down for like a month or something. They were ridiculous. There was like these, um, fire guard roller doors, Mm -hmm. um, that it was kind of weird because the building that I lived in was behind a Queenslander. Yeah. And it was like a block of four units built behind this Queenslander. Yeah, it was, it was strange. I remember that. Weird kind of setup, but they had these um, roller doors on the outside of the building covering the windows mm. that were close to the Queenslander. So if the Queenslander was burning down, these roller doors would be triggered and close. So the fire wouldn't break the windows yeah. and get into the apartment building, which is kind of smart. But... We were like, oh shit, there's a hailstorm coming in and it's smashing all of the windows in the, in the house. Let's grab the roller door and close it. So we managed to save two of the windows by getting the roller doors and closing, closing them. them. And they weren't really, there were not a lot of resistance. They were yeah. just closing. Um, we didn't save Jack's room though. We heard the window smash and we just shut the door and yeah, was like, it's gone. It's gone. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. And that was literally what it was like. It was kind of like, we just looked at each other and we were just like, well, let's just shut the door and hope for the best. Um, and then the real estate ended up having to replace all of our carpets, having to replace a couple windows. And it took months and yeah. months and months. And we oh, just had these roller door sad. windows. For a while. And then, to top it off, they got mad at us and they were like, you need to pay to replace the roller doors because you broke the re- the mechanism. And I was like, would you rather have broken windows or change a button on a roller door? Like, that's so. Dumb. what would you prefer? What did, what did they want you to do? Let the windows smash. Yeah, let everything I, damage. More carpet get damaged. More carpet get damaged. I didn't want... These were like hectic. These were like big old golf ball yeah, hailstorms. that was too. a huge hailstorm. Mm. That one's like... 
if you look up like Brisbane hailstorm, that's, that's the, one. the one that comes up. Yeah, they um, that's the one, and like they were coming into our living room, and we had like a little cat running around, and we were in there too. We didn't want to get hurt. Yeah, so we just put the roller down. Yeah, that's fair what enough. I think do? you're in the right, and I they're guess. in the wrong. And I think we got, and I think we finally sorted that out. I think we finally come to peace with it. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. You know those things that like happen in your life, and you just can never let them go. Yeah. Even though we won that. It's usually, sure... it's usually based around real estates. Oh yeah, absolutely. All the time. Yeah. Even though we won that situation and we didn't have to end up paying to get the roller doors mm-hmm. fixed or the windows or the carpets, I still hang on to it. I had to pay to get my shower drain unclogged because it clogged up and I went in. Too and I pubes. No, I went in, I dug my hand in. Pubes. And I pulled out concrete. Pubes. Oh, not pubes. I pulled out concrete and so, like dirt wow. and like chunks of just block and stuff like that what is your body creating yeah just you must be like yeah. shitting concrete in the shower yeah waffle stomping it down waffle no, stomping this that place concrete was built shit. horribly like the door frame podcast yeah waffle stomping waffle stomping concrete shit <laughs> <laughs> these um <laughs> these door frames at the top of them you, they had been painted over but in orange t- like texture you could see it and it said fucked so what i think happened was these door frames were like the shit door frames that the builders would have been like fucked don't use this one it's fucked yeah and then they're like ah paint over it we'll use it in this cheap building over here and then like yep so i was i dug out concrete and it happened in my roommate's bathroom as well Mm. but theirs was shallower so we could get our arm to the bend and get it all out oh gross but for me gross it wasn't it wasn't hair that was when we just moved in so it wasn't hair and stuff like that it was was it a brand new place yeah i think maybe one other person lived in our apartment it's a little bit gross yeah a little bit gross (laughs) but um yeah so it was just clogged up with just like building debris and but then i i didn't get a proper photo of all of it i got a photo of like some bits. some bits and yeah. they're like yeah that's not good enough it's probably your hair it's like we've only been here like two months like oh my god how much hair do you think we like have <laughs> shave my pubes every day shave my pubes every day don't put them in the bin i just let them go yeah ball beard and they're super long yeah full beard call back to every day. asian man ball beard it was yeah. like that it's like that but every day no but yeah it was just ridiculous and then they were like and then i i kept arguing and i was like that's it's bullshit it is um, I literally, I literally pulled out concrete out of your drains and I was like, also your door frames say they're fucked on them. So what's, so what's, what's that the, about? What's that about? And then they're like, the owners agreed to pay half. So I still oh had to pay God. like 60 bucks to get the plumber out. At least it was only 60 bucks. Yeah. But still, still it's the principle and you will never let that go. I will never let that go. It was yeah. bullshit. Maybe they wrote fucked on the door frame cause they knew the, the, the drainage was fucked. Maybe it like, was in both bathrooms. When I noticed it, I was like, oh, and then I went and checked the other bathroom and it was also there. Mm. Just, but it had been painted over, but not well enough. It was like one coat. You know, you're, you're meant to do a few coats. At it least was one a, coat. If it was just like scribble <sighs> over it in a whiteboard marker, then rub it off. That's probably, how you get rid of permanent marker. I probably got marker. that photo somewhere of just me <laughs> like sending the email with like photos. I'm like, your door frame says fucked. You should find that photo and we'll put it on our Instagram story. If I find it, if yeah. If you find it at it might be on Very my Average old Podcast. Phone, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look. Mm. Man, Real yeah, estates. so there's things you never let go. Absolutely. Real estates are the fucking worst. They're like, 
Oh man, this, I've I've really never had a good experience I've with had real estate. One great experience with real estate, and no. it was my first time. Ebony and you I shut your mouth. Ebony and I moved lived in this apartment. It was our first apartment together after I moved out of. Um, was that the dungeon? Yeah, thing? The, yeah. It was a nice place. It was just a weird driveway, <laughs> but this real estate guy. So nice. One time I locked the keys in, he came and just let me oh, nice. in and he's, cause Ebony was away and I'm an idiot. Yep. And yeah. he was like, oh, normally this would be like a $50 call out fee, but this time I'll just do it. Just do it That's fine. I'll hook you up. Yeah. And then, um, he was like, he was always like, you know how like real estates, they are like, they're, they're there to represent you, but you know, they're just representing the, um, the owner. Oh Yeah. Because they don't want to have the conversation with the owner that says, hey, I need you to pay this. Because yeah. then the owner will be like, don't make me pay anything. I'll find a new real estate. That's the whole reason why they're bitches. Yeah. But this guy, he's like, to us, when we moved in, he's like, I'm I, obviously I'm here to represent the owner, but I'm also here to represent you. Oh, my and, heart. And then he just like drilled in that point. And then anytime we could like message him and like, I could just text message him and be like, Hey man, Damn. what's going on with this? And he'll help out. Or like mm. we had a problem with the internet, like getting that sorted and yep. he would help. He would just like get the owner to like figure it out and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and it was really good. And then when we were moving out, I was there, he was doing the last check with like the, after we did our bong, we did our own bond clean and stuff. Your bond clean. Bong clean. Yeah, I had to clean yeah. all the bongs. All the bongs. No, the bond clean. <laughs> um, and he was he was like, okay, so um, I've got some gumption in my car. Just to get your bond back properly, you'll just need to clean that bit, that bit, that bit. I've got some gumption in my car and some rags, and I'll just help you clean this. And he helped me clean. Get fucked. Because Ebony was at work or something. We'd done a stuff and every- we'd no already done it all. And I was just there to like hand the keys in and like get that final check. And he's like, oh, I'll just help you clean these things. That's and insane. then and then you'll get your bond back and full. That's and crazy. Just, that was our That's first experience, of. and that was the best experience. And it's just gone downhill since then. You know it actually crazy? went it went down, 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 down <laughs> and then it went up a little bit. And like, oh yeah, yeah, it's okay. The real estate, normal yeah. real estate, and it's okay now. Yeah. What's kind of funny is if I put myself in the situation of a real estate agent, I've got and I get to a house or an apartment, and I'm doing a bond clean check. Yeah. And there's like a couple of things, really minor details that wouldn't pass the bong clean. I have to either just like get a chucks and some spray and wipe it down or fill out paperwork and deal with an angry client. Yeah. I'm wiping that shit I'll down. I'll wipe it down. I'm wiping that shit down. There's a all random day, every stray day. pube on the toilet. I'll pick it up. I'll just wipe that off. Blow it off. Throw it out the window. I Done. mean, I swear some real estates don't really Put check. Put it in my back pocket. Keep yeah, it keep it for later. <laughs> Need to floss your teeth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I feel like some real estates don't even check that much. Because when we moved into our current place, it was just like dust on this certain part and some one thing dust. was dirty. The the uh, dryer didn't work and mm. all this. This place was a little bit grotty when I first came in, but I think it's just because it's a bit older. Yeah. What's actually really interesting is my last few apartments that I've lived in, I've gotten... Um, just like one bedroom units in new de- newer developments and yeah. they're all managed on site by yeah. the on site uh, manager. manager. They're all managed on site like, by the on site manager. On site manager, on site real estate. I don't know, it's kind of weird, but they, they're not really like a traditional real estate because they no. only manage the building that you live in. Yeah. And they've all been super pleasant to deal with. Yeah. It's. I think it's Super very pleasant. different. And I think because a lot of, especially in Brisbane, all these new developments down in Newstead and West End and um, South Bank and stuff, they're all built 
And then all the units are just sold to just investors, Chinese yeah, investors, overseas investors. And then their job, they don't even send the applications to the owners. They just no. like tick, 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 tick. You're it's, in, just a, it's just clean, a source of income for these people. Yeah. And it's it's like... They pay this company to look after No them. one's No one's... M- 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 a very small minority of the people that live there actually own the place. Oh, yeah. Very small. Very small. So, yeah, there's just an on-site manager that's dealing with all mm. of it because none of the owners probably live in Australia. Yeah, it's crazy. And not a lot of the owners live in Australia because the body corp fees for these are so high because the on-site managers actually do all this stuff that normal real estate traditionally wouldn't. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've lived in all of these apartments and it's always been really, really good. I've always got my full bond back. Um one thing I have to do when I move out of an apartment, and I've moved a lot. Yeah, too much. This, this is my 11th apartment in five years. Yeah. It's crazy. Too I'm, much. A, I'm a fucking idiot. But I'm in a 12-month lease now, so I'm stuck here. Yeah, and it's I good. Love it. I like this good. place. It's good. 12-month ne- leases. It's Easy. never really been my fault that I've moved. It's either... Oh, like, I wouldn't say fault, because fault's not the right word. But it's never really been, like... Uh, um, like I, I don't, I want to move or anything. It's not like, like that. you're something's like, happened. It's not like I want to move every six months. That's yeah, like what I want to no, do. No, no one wants to do that. Like no. I, I do enjoy living in different places, and I changing have, it up every now and then is good. Yeah, I have enjoyed keeping it fresh. That you like it's good to stay for it's a good little to bit. Stay for a little bit. Yeah, but the reasons I've moved is like when I first moved to Brisbane, I lived with a housemate in this like shitty Horrible. shack. I loved that place. Yeah, we used to. Uh, I never used to carry keys around with me. Yeah. Because um, it was just like a two-bedroom shack. We paid no rent for it. Um, It was literally like a house that was split into four quarters. And each quarter had like a little little unit. Yeah. It was two bedrooms, one bathroom, and a kitchen slash dining room. The whole unit had four PowerPoints. Yeah. Four individual PowerPoints. One in each room, one in the living room, and one for the fridge. Mm. So I had power boards coming off the fridge Everything, to power yeah. my kettle. So safe. I, I had power boards on power boards power. Yeah. Actually, back then I didn't really have anything. I was like straight out of straight moving out of home, first year uni. Like I had no money. I had nothing, no things. So I was. It was a simpler life. There was no closets. There was. It was literally just boxes. Yeah, and I remember that place. I had like a desk and a clothes rack and mm. a bed, and that was pretty much all I owned. So, I mean, more fortunate than some people, but, you know, not where I am now, that's for sure. No. So, I moved out of that place because my housemate, I got home one day and she wasn't there anymore and all the shit was gone. And... Guess I'm paying full rent now. Yeah, it was really shit because I was 18, she was 17, so she couldn't sign the lease. So, I was the sole person on the lease, which looked really good for me because I was... You had rental history paying rent by yourself. Paying rent by myself, although I had to break that lease. Yeah. But I paid out the entire lease myself um, because I had to break the lease because I kind of couldn't afford it. But I should have just stayed there and paid the rent because I ended up paying double rent for a bit because I moved in with my brother. Yeah. Um, But the timing was just a little bit dodgy. But then I moved in with my brother and then uh, I moved out because uh, they were moving out. They were all going to do their own separate thing. It was a share house. And then I moved into a place in... uh, south side of brisbane and i moved out of there because it was just way too far away from work yeah um and i don't know it was too expensive to live out there or something like that and i wasn't working at the time or something like that so i moved into the valley um and then 
moved out of there because my housemate couldn't afford the rent. And then I moved into a one bedroom, like a studio apartment. And I hated living there. Great view. This was the Terrible worst apartment. place you've lived in. The worst. It's, I, I would have, I would have been so depressed. I was. And I would have jumped. It was so bad. I was living on the eighth floor of an eight story building in Kangaroo Point with city views. Sounds amazing. No. I was, it was a shoe. That's shoot. the it worst was, oh. studio apartment I've ever it seen. It was a shoebox. Everything leaked. The hot water didn't work. You didn't have a stove. I didn't top. have a stove. I didn't have an oven. Yeah. I ha- my kitchen was a bench with a sink. Yeah. I had an electric fry pan. Um, it smelt like old curries. You're just like, it all you just, could do is just sit on your bed and, and watch TV and play and Xbox masturbate. and masturbate. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> That's all literally I did it. for six months. Uh, and I hated every second of it. And it was kind of fortunate because when I was living there, I started earning a bit more money. I got some promotions yeah. and I was doing really well. So I moved out of there into a one bedroom unit in Newstead, which was brand new. Yeah, it was much nicer. Um, it was my own place. Uh, I wasn't using someone else's furniture. I filled it out with my own shit and it was really, really good. And I was happier than I've ever been before mm. when I moved into there. And then... Got a job. I got a job on the fucking Gold Coast. So you moved down. So I moved to the Gold Coast, um, which was awesome. See, what I did is get the job on the Gold Coast and not move to the Gold Coast. Yeah, but now you spend four hours a day in the car. And I just couldn't do that. I did that for a little bit. Actually, there was a place that I missed. I moved because a really good friend of mine really wanted to move in with me. And he was like, let's get a place together. Oh, yeah. I remember Um, that place. Save some rent. Uh, And I was like, sweet, let's move it. We moved to Hamilton. My brother was living there. Oh, yeah. And that was really, really good. Loved it. We were living in this uh, hotel um, Mm. that had apartments for rent. And it was awesome. It was a bit small, but it was awesome. Really got along really, really well with my housemate. Shout out to Dan Sherman. Um, <laughs> um, had an awesome view. It was in an awesome location. Uh, but then I got the job on the Gold Coast and I had to move to the Gold Coast. Yeah. I lasted three months on the Gold Coast before I quit well, my you job. Didn't, you didn't have any like friends. Oh, it sucked. You didn't know anyone. It sucked. Other than like people from work. You didn't really know anyone. Like Yeah, to hang out with pe- all my friends, I needed to drive back to Brisbane. And yeah, that was the band. just too much. Band practice, I needed to drive back to Brisbane. Yeah. Um, but what was worse is I moved into the worst place on the Gold Coast because I was still 35 minutes away from work. Yeah, you should have, like... I needed to live next got- to the office or yeah. back in Brisbane. Yeah, next to the <laughs> office. Like, I've got some, like, people at work who have literally recently moved to next to the office and, like, really nice apartments. Like, yeah. how easy is that? Walk to work every day. Yeah, would have been awesome, but I just made a shit decision. So I lasted three months and then I quit my job, broke my lease... Um, found a new person to take over my lease, found an apartment back in Brisbane, similar to that first one bedroom apartment mm. I moved into, found a new job and moved back to Brisbane all in three days. Yeah. And I it was like three days. It was the most hectic three days of my life, but I just had one of those like epiphany moments where I was like, I hate everything. I just need to change everything in my life, uproot myself and just change it. Yeah. And, you know, just like single guy living by myself, I could do that. Yeah. So I just literally just changed everything. Um, and it was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Um, and then moved back to Brisbane and lived in a one bedroom place again, which was pretty cool. then I was like, you know what? I'm going to save a bit of money, move in with a housemate again. Yeah. (laughs) And then I lived with a housemate for another six months and then she couldn't afford the rent. So we had to move out. Yeah. And And now I live in this wonderful apartment in the valley. It's nice. It's different. I really like it. It's like, your other other apartments that are like the newer new apartment buildings have no they character. don't have character they're all just plain they're, they're yeah exactly they're yeah. plain they 
you could tell no one's really lived in them. They're yeah. just plain. They're, They're just all the same. White walls. Copy paste. Copy white paste. tiles. White kitchen. This one place, place has got a bit more character and mm. it's good loca- good location it's as well. It's got a green wall. It does have a green wall. Which is disgusting. And it's got these doors behind me. Yeah, these doors are kind of cool. They're kind of weird. And it's interesting. Behind me here, I came in and set up the set today and there's a big old wet patch of carpet. So and it's a great place. It's been raining and it's been <laughs> leaking all over my apartment. Oh, so man. that's awesome. Um, so yeah, need to kind of fix that out. Need to talk need to, to a real talk estate. To the real estate. Actually, <sighs> my real estate here is really nice. Yeah, well, that's good. Really nice. Um, the property manager is this guy and he's like super lovely and he like... Uh, it's got like this weird light system where the, there's no light switches. They're all light buttons. Um, off, what do you call it? C bus or something like that. Yeah, that's a thing. Crazy wires all through the house. Mm. So when you press a button, it lights up another button. Yeah. I had no idea how to use it or set up my internet or anything. So the guy just came out and he's like, hey man, how's it going? And like showed me around. Good to He hear. had no idea what he was doing, but we figured it out yeah, well, together. Yeah, to help. <laughs> yeah, that's And great. it was really good. It was a real wholesome experience. Um, yeah, living here. I'm liking it. I've got a second bedroom where we can set up this set and kind of keep it a little bit more permanently. This room would not fit a double bed in there. Oh, no. This is an office, not a second bedroom. Yeah, (laughs) someone could live in here, maybe. Just. Single bed. Single king bed. There's a wardrobe. Yeah, it's like this big. It's a foot wide. Yeah, a foot. (laughs) Maybe a foot and a half wide. And what's in there is all the electrical stuff. So, like... You can't even put anything in there. What just happened to my boy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so, on Wednesday, I went and saw Michael Bublé live, and it was the most amazing experience of my life. Is that who'd you go with? Like your me, girlfriend or me and my brother? Did you like hold each other? Oh yeah. Does he play Christmas music when it's not Christmas? No, he hates playing Christmas music, I and know. you would know that. I do know that. You he know hates that if, it. Yeah. He hates that his album, He, I mean, he makes a fuck ton of money from it every fuck year. Fuck of money every year. But he also hates that he's known just as the Christmas dude. Mm. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you'd know that one of my three men that I would turn gay for is Michael Bublé. Yes. Um, and it was one of the most magical nights of my life. Yeah. What is he? What, what are his songs? What are his songs? What songs does he do? And I'm feeling... Yeah, other than that one. That's a classic. What other songs does the boobs... Um, What's that song called? Sway, I think it's called. I remember Sway. Yeah. Um, And then what's that one from... Doesn't he... James Bond. Does he do a cover of Moon Moon Dance by Van Morrison? I'm not sure. I don't really know the names of his songs or like... I didn't know half the songs that he was singing, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> it's just Buble. It was beautiful. Yeah. There was a cu- there was like it was real weird. So I bought my brother the tickets for his birthday because me and him love boobs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do love boobs, and we also love Michael Buble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so went and bought him tickets for his birthday in August last year, and it was for for today. They sold out super quickly mm. at the entertainment center. Thirteen and a half thousand people. Oh my god, the caliber of people that went to this event. Can you imagine? Just like a full range of different... No. That was one type of people. Middle-aged and women. Then, and then me and, and her, her name was Karen. There was Karen. <laughs> there was just Karen. There was so many... There was Karen's, there was Sharon's, and there were... Charon's. Charon's. And Clarence. Yes. There was so many fucking Karen's at this event. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And, and they all wanted to see the manager. They all wanted to see the manager. I'm not even I kidding. I would hate to be the manager of the entertainment center for a Bublé oh show. God. I'm not even fucking with you. At one point, so it was raining, right? Yes. 
And the entertainment center has a humongous car park. Like it's a ginormous car park, ample parking for any event that 15,000 people are going to, yeah. which is really impressive. And they've got a lot of parking guides that show you where to park yep. and stuff. Um, the car parks were a mess just because of all the Karens. But when we got inside, it was raining. Um, so me and my brother were standing outside under the bar, obviously, because mm-hmm. we were having some drinks. Yeah. It's um, so you gotta, you gotta have some drinks with the boobs. We were drinking Pim's cup. Oh, because okay. we, were, we were drinking Pims, watching drinking the boobs, yeah. and it was a beautiful night. Um, I'm not even fucking with you because there were so many mosquitoes. This Karen, she had the haircut, like the the like tapered from the base of her neck to the top of her head that make her head look like some shit out of um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, one of those crazy skulls. She was complaining to the like one of the security guards or one of the like on site liaisons. About the mosquitoes. Ah, because they can do a lot about that. She was like, this is ridiculous. There should be something to control these mosquitoes. I'm getting eaten alive out here. And I was like, wow. Wow. Imagine wow. That. Imagine just being that person. I, I just couldn't even comprehend it. Okay. What was even worse is, so I didn't really know what to expect when I went to this, when I bought the tickets. I mm. did not know what to expect. I, I expected it to be... Well, even though I didn't know what to expect, here's what I expected it to be. <laughs> like you got there, um, boobs, boobs, singing up on stage, singing some sexy songs, yeah. being a sexy man, as he does, being all romantic and shit, and just yeah. singing some songs and then going home. Didn't know really what else to expect besides that. He's um, a he's, he's a, a cheeky fucker. He's a funny dude, he's and a he's cheeky very cheeky. Fucker. Yeah, I knew that. He said bitch twice. Yeah. Have you ever seen interviews with him? He's no. Not, he's not like a... Apparently he got in a lot of trouble years ago. Probably. Um, for being too much of a little cheeky bitch. And then um, something happened. I think his son got cancer or something. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Um, and he like turned around. Yeah. Um, but he he's still like, yeah, he he swears on stage. He's... It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I loved it. He's a it. funny dude. So funny. If you watch any interview with him, he's a funny guy. So he was up on stage and he was like... Making jokes about, um, like, real old people jokes. Yeah. Because obviously the crowd is all Karens. Um, it was, like, making jokes about how um, husbands are always scared of their wives and how he's scared of his wife and mm. all that. Like, you know, hey, old people relatable. jokes. <laughs> relatable. And, like, oh, being married for 15 years. Whew, 15 years. Good on you. <laughs> you know, like, old people yeah. jokes. But then he was, like, he said something and I lost my shit. Um, he was, like... I don't want to tell you to dance because I'm not going to be one of those guys up here on stage forcing you to dance. Cause if I was at a show and the person that I paid to entertain me was telling me, me to, to dance, be entertained, he said, I would tell them to get fucked. And I was like, <laughs> oh, and then everyone was like, Oh, and then it was just you in the audience going, <laughs> <laughs> me and my brother just like, Fucking knee slapper. And then he's like, and you know what? If the person next to you is like, sit down, you're annoying me. Like, don't, don't dance. Tell that bitch to shut up. So my only question is, (laughs) did you dance? No. You didn't dance. Dude, okay. How do you go to 
buble and not dance and not just dance up with some Karens and I wanted to dance up with some Karens, but we were we were I bought the cheapest tickets uh, and they were still five hundred dollars. But we were right up the back at the top seated. Seated. Uh, What's even more Was wild, everyone seated or does he have like a mosh pit? Okay, this was weird as. I did not expect this. Another thing I didn't expect. The whole theatre or the whole entertainment center was seated. Uh-huh. They had this giant runway from the stage. You've been in the entertainment center. Yeah. The stage had this like, it was kind of weird. So there's a normal stage in front of the stage. Um, so on the stage was the orchestra in like tiered seatings mm. in this ginormous set. Um, and when he, when he first started, he like appeared on this hydraulic piston that came out of the middle of the stage. It was fucking beautiful. Oh my God. Michael Bublé. And then um, he like walked down the stairs being like, bah, bana, bana. Feeling good. Did he open with that? Oh, yeah. He blew his load straight away. Blew his load straight away. And he was like doing that like sexy, like cross the leg, walk down the stairs kind of action. Oh. You know what I mean? While he was like. (laughs) (laughs) And it was wonderful. And then in front of the stage, there was the VIP package. Ooh. And there was, like, two miniature mosh pits that could fit, like, 15 people in each. I reckon, um, the VIK. The very, very important, important Karens. Karens. <laughs> uh, and there was, like, a little bit of a stage around them. Like, runway stage. Then there was this big runway... Um, mm-hmm. That's a... <laughs> there, was... <laughs> there was this big runway straight from the stage... Um, into the middle of the entertainment center and it probably was like half the distance of the entertainment center mm. and then a big circle at the end of it. So he was like strutting down the stage, doing some singing, doing some twirls, doing some... That man can snap. Like, unlike anything I've ever heard before. His snap... Is he snapping into the microphone? No, he was he was singing like this with the microphone up to his mouth and his snap was here. And it sounded like his snap was inside the microphone. Sure on a backing track? Oh, no. He had a powerful snap. Um, and he was, like, strutting down the stage, strutting down the stage. Got to the end of it, doing some things. But when he first started strutting down the stage, all of the people seated stood up and rushed the stage. And they were huh. all just, like, trying to climb onto it and touch him and grab wow. him. It's like World War Z, but with Karens. It, it was like a zombie thing, but they were all Karens. Man. It was wild. And all the, like, all of the, like, high school chairs that they put out on the entertainment center just got, Knocked like, thrown over. away. All and the it turned into were... a mosh pit. It was a mosh pit. Yeah. And, like, there was this circle stage and it was just surrounded by Karens. And there was people, like, screaming, trying to grab him, be like, Michael, Michael Bublé, I love Beep. you. And I was like, if I was down there, I would have been Karen. Doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but since you're so far, like, removed, you're like, what idiots. Yeah, idiots. I was filming on my Uncultured. my ultra wide angle iPhone Ooh, from the back. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what actually really surprised me was another thing that I didn't expect was because I was at the back watching the entertainment center. I could see everyone from behind, and in the entire entertainment center of fifteen thousand sold out seats, I think it was like thirteen and a half thousand, whatever. I saw maybe 10, 15 phones. Wow. Yeah. Blew my mind. Different generation. Different generation. All the Karens, they don't even know how to operate their um, their wallet leather 
phone cases. Yeah, wallet level one. They have to cover the screen. <laughs> with a little clip that yeah. pops open. What's even funnier is when Boobs was on stage, he was like grabbing people's phones and like taking selfies. Every single phone he grabbed, he grabbed, opened up the phone wallet, took a selfie, closed the phone wallet and gave it back. <laughs> you know what would have been the ultimate play? Taking the phone, opening it up, taking a selfie and then just passing it to some other person. <laughs> <laughs> or just putting it in his pocket. Put it in his pocket. That's one of my favorite things to do. If someone ever passes you a phone to look at something, you look at it and instead of leaning back over to give it to them, you just put it to your side on the other side of you and just, and just see what their reaction is. And and pretend yeah, and it pretend happened. it never happened. And they're just and always like, you. what are you doing? Every time. My, my, my phone. They, yeah, they never know how to react. It's not like, what are you doing? It's just like- it's so weird. That, yeah, that's one of my how, favorite things how to do. How sacred have like smartphones become? Yeah, I couldn't get through a day without it. I couldn't. I don't think I could get through an hour without my phone. I Everything check it fairly often. Ev- my whole life is on my phone. Mm. Like my, if I can't look at my calendar on my phone, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I, I'm not like that. I, I don't schedule use calendar. everything. I, I just got a good memory. I need like my emails. I need to be able to respond to things. Yeah, for work and for personal life. Oh like, yeah. I just need to have my phone. And I feel like it's such a millennial saying this, but I don't think I could live without it. Yeah, but that's not. there's nothing wrong with that because our lives are built around needing it now. Yeah, exactly. Back in the day, they weren't built around needing mm. that. So. What was your first ever phone? Uh, okay, so I don't know if I can count this, but it was a Nokia that my mum gave me. And I pretty much got it to text my girlfriend in grade six and to play Snake 2. Dude. And it was mainly to play Snake 2. Same. And it was one of those little, those blue Nokias, like the black and white, but like the blue. We had the same phone for the same reason, except I didn't have a girlfriend. Ah. Because I was lonely. Little, little. I had the gray and black or the gray and dark gray Nokia. Yes. Yeah, so my snake. dad had that one, I think. And it had this sticker on the back of it. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a Simpsons sticker or something. And when it vibrated, it lit up. Ooh. It was the coolest thing ever. But it never vibrated because it didn't have a SIM card in there. Because all I used it for was Snake. Snake. And it was my granddad's good phone. Is, yeah. How good is that? So but good. then my first official phone, probably in grade seven, when like, that's mm. when my sister got her first phone as well. Yep. She had a Motorola Razor. <laughs> Hello, Moto. How good's that? Hello, Moto. Boom. Have you seen the new Razor? Oh, it's like a razor, but the whole thing's a screen. How does it fold? So cool. But what I had, which is also just as groundbreaking, but oh, severely underrated. Oh my God, did you have a web slider? No, that, that was grade eight, but I didn't have one. But they weren't out yet in grade oh. seven. I had an LG flip phone that had a little screen on the outside that told you the time and whether you not had a message and had some buttons on the outside too. Oh, you had buttons on the outside? And you opened it. And your camera, instead of having a front and back camera, because they didn't have them at the time, I had a swivel camera. Dude, I had so, one of those phones at one point. So, oh my God. <laughs> so, the, so the front camera and the back camera the were the camera. same quality. And you just and that was it. horrible to today's oh, standards. Yeah. But like, if, like you're, a if you're thinking about now, like even your front facing camera is not as good as your, your proper camera. Yeah, imagine if you could but just But it was the same camera. It. Yeah, just it just bummed it. And I'm, I just fidget with things. That's just oh. how I am. So like- Thumb I would it. just always play with it. Just fidget it back and forth. Thumb and thumb and the thumb shit out it. of it. And That's then, crazy. And then I think I had like a Sony Ericsson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I could play some cool did music have, on did it. Did it have infrared? Yeah, Hell it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Hell yeah. And then from there, I think after that, that's when I got my first smartphone. Damn. It wasn't an iPhone. It was actually, it was, uh, it was an Android phone. It was a Motorola. Mm. 
and it was like one of the first phones that had like a quad core processor in it. Damn. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck. yeah, well, I went to get an iPhone. The guy's like, you should probably get this instead. Get it's cheaper. It's shit. It's cheaper and way faster. So I got that and it was sick. And then I got iPhones and yeah. I've had iPhones ever since. I had a very similar experience. I got, I had my Nokia. Yeah. And then I remember, cause we lived in Cairns. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I got my Nokia when I lived in Tassie. Yeah, true. And I think I was on a holiday to Cairns. Yeah. Just testing um, the waters. On holiday to Cairns, because my grandparents lived up there. Yeah. Had some family. I was in... I think I went to the DFO in Cairns. That wasn't... I don't know if the DFO was out. was the thing then. No, it was definitely... The, it was the def... It was definitely the it's DFO like in like Cairns. like Mount Sheridan or something? No, definitely the DFO All in right. Cairns. Because I remember the outside... I, I can't remember when that became a thing. Outside... Actually... Outside... Is the DFO in Cairns outside? Some of it. I think... Yeah. No. What am I thinking about that? I don't know. Outside. Maybe it was Harbour um, Town. It was Harbour Town. Oh, you were on a holiday to the Gold Coast. I was on a holiday to Gold Coast. <laughs> Actually, no. I remember. Oh my God. Just flashback. It was Harbour Town there. Flashback. I was... So it was when I moved from Tassie to Cairns, we drove. Ah, uh, you were on your way to Cairns. And we stopped, stopped off on the Gold Coast. On the Gold Coast for Christmas. We stayed in a hotel. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped off uh, in a hotel um, for three days and we did all like the worlds. Yeah. But we went to Harbour Town as well. Um, and I remember I bought, I think it was an LG, but it was, and so many, so many people had this as their first phone, but it was a really, really tiny mini flip phone, silver with a, like a little blue face and a mm. little silver like diamond on the front that lit up blue. And there was also a pink version okay. and it had like the little antenna Ooh. and it was the tiniest little flip phone. It was, would have been like five centimeters. You flip it open. It's like a phone for ants. And then I remember I upgraded that phone to another, I think it might've also been an L no, it was a Nokia flip phone. And I remember everyone had them. There was a black one, a silver one and a pink one. And everyone had them and they were bigger, slightly bigger flip mm-hmm. phones and they had better games on them. Yeah. And I remember by the Did end it of it. bounce? Do you remember there was a game where you played as a red ball and you just bounced? Great game. Oh, I think I know Great what you're game. talking it's about. Absolute classic. But anyway, Should have been there. This, this phone, <laughs> it had like the the front and then the battery and then the case and then the top. And they were all removable pieces of plastic. And I remember my phone ended up just being a Frankenstein of some chick's pink back and then some someone else's <laughs> silver top and we mm. just like traded wow. phone parts yeah yeah and then you probably get yourself checked <laughs> probably <laughs> and then from there i think i traded my phone and my mp3 and they, player and they took it with all those weird frankenstein oh yeah bits. yeah i traded my phone and my mp3 player with I a had friend an MP3 of mine ah oh, they traded not traded it in no, no i traded it traded. with a friend of mine my phone and my mp3 player from mate Sony Ericsson, Ooh. and it had infrared. Yeah, and it had. I think the reason I did it is because the Sony Ericsson logo was orange and like metal, and it looked really cool. Yeah, mine was like a. It was a flip phone, and it had this weird like design on the front, mm. and then some of the screen lit up, and it would tell you if it had a message, and it, or like there'd be like a green light on it, and if you had a message, it would like it was flash green. green or something. So this was my first non. Or this was my first real phone that wasn't a flip phone. And it had the the nine pad number thing on it. Yeah. But it was a Sony Ericsson. And it had like this little red glass bit on the side. Yeah. That was infrared. And I remember. Nice. And it had Bluetooth. This was my first Bluetooth yeah. phone. Ooh. So I used a Bluetooth um, 
Do you remember sending like shit photos over Bluetooth to people? Yeah, like all the time. Little sparkly bear gifts. Yeah, I was and never like, that lame. Oh man, <laughs> that was like a huge epidemic. Yeah, at my school, it was a real problem. It was a Tazzy thing. That's probably why. Mm, yeah. Not we used much to, like, else to do. Send like dumb photos and like crazy frog MP3s to each other and stuff. And now, now what you do these days is send random airdrops of memes to people. Yeah, in public. Places. Someone did that to me at the, at the Frank Carter um, concert I went to. It was a good meme. It was a good meme. Hell yeah! And I was like, thanks, thanks, stranger. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I was scared. Like it could have been a dick pic. But it was a meme, so it's all good. It's disappointing. Yeah. But then I got my first ever smartphone. Mm. Um, and it was, wait for it, a Hummerphone. Okay, so you weren't a straight iPhone person either. No. I had a couple of Androids. So I had this phone made by Hummer, the car brand. Yeah, you're like, this is sick. And it was the Hummer H3, which was the name of the new Hummer. And nice. I actually didn't know anything about Hummer and I still don't know anything about Hummer. I don't even know if they sell them in Do Australia. They, can you stop? Hummers? I haven't heard. I know Stretch Hummers. Yeah, yeah Stretch Hummers. I, I knew the guy that owned a bunch in cans. Yeah. The Stretch Hummer. But I had a phone that was a Hummer and the, it was a touchscreen smartphone, but it had a button and a dial. And the dial was the inside of the center hub cap of the wheels from the Hummer. I don't know. It was That's the shittest phone ever. Ridiculous. It was Why the shittest, you? cheapest phone ever. But it was a gift from my dad. Ah. Um, I think he went overseas and came back and brought them back for me and my brother or something. That was how I got my first Game Boy as well. He came back from Japan and gave us both Game Boys. It was sick. Game Boys. Um, and then, yeah, I got a Samsung Galaxy 1 or something. Mm. Um, probably even before it was called a Galaxy. So it's Samsung's Samsung. first ever phone. And then... I think from there I got my first iPhone, which was an iPhone 4S. Yeah, I think I think I started on the 4, 4S. Yeah. And then Maybe. I had pretty much every iPhone generation. Was it a 5? I think I got the 4S. No, I got the 5, I think. And then I got the 6S. 6S. And then I got the 8. And then I got the 10. Ooh. I'm about to get the 11 from and now the I've, 8 Plus. And now I've got the 11 Pro. Ooh. Yeah, with the, with the ultra-wide. Ultra-wide. Yeah. Ah. Buble. Yeah, Bublé. That's where we came from. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. But it's honestly, I think we're at the point where phones aren't really going to make too many more giant leaps. Nah, man. Like, they're going to be some crazy holographic shit soon. Like we had- I mean, Red's already done it. We had our first phones, which were the Nokia Snake Brick phones. Yeah. And then we had smartphones yeah. with touchscreens. Yeah. But and Bluetooth, but and Wi-Fi, and AirDrop. If you've got an Apple, and then we went to smartphones that have internet browsers that are desktop class. Yeah, like those are some but, giant leaps in forward. But did you even think of a smartphone? Did Did you even like think about a smartphone before a smartphone was made? No. So who knows what's next? Who knows what's next? But then, in saying that, the last from the iPhone 4S to the iPhone today. Not really a huge amount of yeah, difference. Yeah, but they're all upgrades on the same thing. Hmm. You just got to wait for that next thing. Yeah, but the 4S came out, what, almost 10 years ago? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Probably. About 10 years ago. Yeah. Maybe 8 to 10 years ago. they've got ultra-wide cameras now. Yeah, but a normal camera and an ultra-wide camera isn't a, as much of a jump from a 5-pixel snake screen to a smartphone. You know what they need to do? Which will blow everybody out of the water. Folding phones. No. <laughs> Do you reckon <laughs> that'll take off? I don't know. It's just a flip phone. Because like, the... there's a couple of folding yeah. phones with the screens that fold Maybe. now. Do you reckon that'll take off? Keep them safe. But smartphones, <laughs> yep. but you can play the original two snake games. 
which you probably can already do, but game changer, game changer. Okay, and no, and the best thing about Nokia's back in the day was you could make your own ringtone based off the button. Yeah, and they that would all it was like an eight bit sound. It was like boop boop boop. Yeah, boop 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 boop. Yeah, and you, yeah, <laughs> best thing in the world. Yeah, I remember making like my dad's ringtone forever was "Smoke on the Water." Bum dun 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 dun. That's great. And then we got "Hello, Motto. Yeah, that's a classic. I wish we could still get that and make it a phone ringtone. You probably you can. probably can on the new Motorola Razor. I'm 100 percent sure it's going to be there. You should get one. Like, would right. you? Would what would make you get out of the iPhone game? Uh, I just like the iPhone UI too much. Same. It's it's got me hooked. The iPhone UI and the ecosystem of Apple products. Yeah, the that bloody I bought into. ecosystems. I can't get out of it now. It's been a bloody buzzword recently. Okay, so what? What I think would be the next giant leap forward in phones would be if it replaces everything else in your pockets. Keys. So I carry... Oh, we're working towards that. I carry a phone, my wallet, and my keys. And phones have almost taken over my wallet. I literally carry three cards with me now. Yeah. And that's only as a backup because I'm crazy and I just don't think Apple Pay is always going to work. Which it doesn't always. And mm. technically you're not allowed to use it in your car anymore. What do you mean? The new phone laws can't use Apple Pay in a drive-thru. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, phones are taking over wallets. So I feel like the next thing is everyone's going to have smart locks on their homes. Yeah. And phones will be able to unlock Soon them. Soon places will be built with smart locks. Yeah. So the next step is phones taking over everything in your pockets. Maybe the next phone will have a knife in it. <laughs> just a knife built yeah. into it yeah so for protection really and... kind of weird but i've started not all the time not when i like did we talk about this in another episode but i've started carrying around a knife yeah and, and then who like it's just taking up too much space how much better would it be if that was in your phone exactly yeah. imagine carrying a phone that's also your wallet that's also your keys that's also your knife a swiss army knife amazing it has got like corkscrew on it and a oh bottle opener they should phone. build a bottle opener on the top of a phone I mean, they do phone cases like that, but that's yeah, but that's lame. Would you ever carry an iPhone without a case? I am doing that currently. Yeah, but you had a case on that forever. Yeah, but and I don't. You've also a... got an older iPhone now. It's an eight. It doesn't say it on the back of the ancient. Book. It's an eight plus eight S plus. Is that a thing? It's that. So many years ago. I'm about to get a new one, but no, for the last like three months, just rocking this with no case. How good does it feel? It's so slippery, and I don't recommend it because if you're sitting on the couch. All of a sudden, your phone will just be on the floor. But it feels so good. You're just lying there, and you're just sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden, you just hear... <laughs> and your phone's and you're, face down on the floor. And your and face I was just like, goes I cold. I did not even move, and my phone is just slipping everywhere. Oh, man. It's crazy. It's, I don't think any advancements in hardness of glass will make me not put a case on my phone. Because I, my thing is, I'm my phone is on a plan with Optus where every year they give me a new phone yeah. and I just keep paying the same amount. Yeah. I pay the same whatever plan it is. I get all the bullshit data and whatever and I never go through any of it, so I, it's fine. But every year I get a new phone. Yeah. And I would not... I've got the 11 Pro and that's apparently got hectic, stupid, crazy, tough glass that can't break. And if I'm I... so scared. If I break the glass on the phone... I'd need to replace it and it's a thousand dollars for the yeah, new phone. Still, and, still and I, have a case. And I need to bring the phone back in good enough condition for them so to give me the, the new phone. One. Yeah. So I've been really looking after them and putting them yeah. in like Apple leather cases, which 
by far the best cases that exist are the Apple leather cases. I've had an Apple leather case on my phone for the past three years and I've dropped it so many times and it's never cracked. I've never cracked a iPhone screen. I've never cracked a screen. But I'm and clumsy. I've, and I've never had an Apple leather case. I'm clumsy and retarded no, but when it I comes to No, but I tell you what cases phones. are the best ones. They're like the silicon ones that have that lip. Yeah, when that's you, what the leather case. They've but got when the you lip. drop your phone, the screen it, never hits the ground. Unless it's like ground. a rock that's like pointing up. Yeah, true. So that's Maybe, like the big thing. People are like, oh, I've got lip. a case. And it's like, it's not even protecting your screen. No. So I think that lip. the Apple leather cases have that lip. Yeah, the silicone good. cases have that lip. Yeah. So any case with a lip will protect your phone enough, I reckon. I highly but, recommend using a lip. But I don't have a screen protector on my phone. Either right? do I. And Apple has been boasting about how incredibly tough and rigid this glass is. Yeah. But there's scratches on the screen. Yeah. Well, like not deep scratches. They won't. They wouldn't give you a guarantee though. They're like, look how look how tough our glass look how is. tough our glass is. But there's no like guarantee that it won't break. Yeah. Just so and you don't. If it does break, they're like, oh well, we didn't guarantee that it wouldn't. And in my front right pro- pocket, I keep my phone, and that's it. Yeah. So it's only What's ever touching the little metal bits on my jeans, maybe. Yeah. Um, when I put it face down on a table, I never maybe. put my phone face down. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So not, the only thing it would be anything. touching is nothing. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how it Maybe it just does it itself. Maybe yeah. Apple has updated the software yeah. on my brand it's new like iPhone 11 Pro people, people and it's scratched the people screen. People were catching on to the phone slowing down after each update. Yeah. Didn't Apple get sued for it? I don't know. I'm pretty Did sure they? Apple got well, a huge Well, I think fine the next thing is with the updates. Because they got caught They're out. scratching themselves. They must be. Maybe there's, they're putting like a, a slight scratch in the display. It's on the not software. even a real scratch. It's not even a real scratch. It's just all in your mind, bro. So when you turn your phone off, it's technically still on and they display the scratch. That's why your battery dies quicker. Conspiracy. Uncovered. Uncovered. Yeah. And that is what we're going to leave you with until next week. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Not really. But, but you can find us on <laughs> Very Average Podcast. Oh, the, no, just Very Average just Podcast. Just Very Average Podcast. On Instagram and Facebook. And do we have Twitter yet? Nah, we'll, I'll make a Twitter. Make so a we Twitter can make before some this funny episode tweets. comes out. So no one makes a Twitter and steals our username. Okay, so Very Average Podcast on the Twitters. On the Twitters, yeah. And if... If that's not too long. That might be too long. Very Average Podcast. Yeah. V-A-P. T-Vap. 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 And then, um, yeah, you can send us an email because email's a thing. Very yeah, you should probably check them just in case. Um, Still not on Apple Music because they're a bunch of fucking C words. Six works. Six weeks in, no six Apple works. Music. Six weeks six in. Six weeks in. No Apple Podcasts yet. I'm but, boycotting. So thanks, Spotify. I don't even want Apple Podcasts Thank anymore. you, Spotify. Coming through again. Coming like through champ. again. They are. All the time. Bloody Champax. Champax Rubax. Champion Rubies. All right. So we'll see you next week then. Yeah, that's going to be it. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on all the things. Like us on all the things. And, and ring the bells on all the things. And we will see you in the next one. Cool. All right. See ya. See ya. Peace. <laughs>